Have you ever written a letter or email to a company asking them to make a change? A little first grader in Arkansas wrote to Old Navy saying she didn't like the fact that pockets in the front of girls' jeans were fake. Cameron wrote on her perfect (laughs) penmanship paper, you know, with the little lines. Remember those when you were a kid? Uh Uh, She wrote that uh, she wanted to be able to put her hands in and other things in her pockets. Well, Old Navy responded with a handwritten reply and four pairs of jeans and jean shorts with real pockets. (laughs) Now waiting to see if they're going to make the change, you know. In Has that been nationwide. a problem? Do, you, do your pants not have pockets on the front? Uh, I have some pants with fake. These ones, like right now, I'm putting my hand in my jeans right now. Yeah. I like pockets. I, why I love would you pockets. do fake pockets? What's the point? I think, okay, I don't know why you do this in little girl jeans, but I think getting rid of any bulk, it has a slimming effect. So huh. maybe that's one of the reasons you would get rid of pockets. Huh. You know, like jeggings. Yeah. They're they're designed to be slim. Is that why and I there's always no see, pockets? Is that why you always see uh younger girls and young women with their cell phone in their back pocket? Is that why it's always in their back pocket, not their front uh, pocket? Uh no, just it it won't fit in our front pocket. It's too our front pockets are too small. Oh. Doesn't I've work. always I've always thought like the, well that's just asking to have it either stolen or mm, crushed. Yeah, we just don't have an option. That's the only pocket that so works. So if a, if a jean company would come out with a pocket that didn't bulge up and could fit all your stuff, you would be happy. Yes. I mean, like one of their best inventions ever mm-hmm. are exercise pants with the side phone pocket built in. See what I'm... Life-changing. What I'm doing is research for my, my Shark Tank efforts. Oh, okay. So, because the Shark Tank's always based on find a problem, solve a problem. Maybe they can make jeans with the side pocket so that don't bulk out. Get in touch and partner with a designer that could make this happen. Mm-hmm. We could be on our way to untold millions. Only you're doing that thing you always do and you give your idea out in the radio. I'm brainstorming. <laughs> so, everyone has it. Taylor, I'm having a little bit of a dilemma today. You are? Yeah, I- I'm trying to decide. I've narrowed it down to two people who, in fact, is the smartest person in the world. Oh. And I don't know their okay. names. But, you don't? But I'll, I'll tell you why I think they're the smartest, and, and maybe we can come to a consensus on which one is, in fact, the smartest person in the world today. Okay. So I- I've narrowed this down. The smartest person in the world. I've narrowed it down to two people. I don't know their names. But they are, in fact, the smartest people in the world. No, stick with me here, okay? Uh, I'm trying. It is either the man or woman who invented the half paper towel or the man or woman who invented the K-cup. They have revolutionized mm. and made my life my life so much better. Both of them. I'm going to go with the K-cup for sure, hands down. Why? Because defend, defend any paper towel in the universe can be ripped into smaller pieces. We do it mm. all the time at our house. Yes. A K-cup cannot poof. Be created out of thin air. True. So I would say it's the Keurig or whatever brand you use. But the half paper towel person, that's pretty darn smart. They recognize that all of us, well, a lot of us were ripping them in half anyway. Mm -hmm. And that was frustrating. You you didn't always get it exactly the same size. Then your your better half would come in after you and go, why why are ripped up paper towels everywhere? Okay, (laughs) think about this. To prove my point, if we're in debate class, <laughs> how much would your life change if the choose a size paper towels went away? Mm-hmm. And how much would your life change if a Keurig K cup coffee cup never existed? Mm, I see your reasoning there. Well, it, it, I thought you were going to say if they went away, because if they never existed, we wouldn't know what we were. Okay, missing. if it went away forever, if okay, you if could it, never if it already existed, and went make away. an espresso pod or K cup pod coffee again in your life. 
It was mm-hmm. all up to you to right. brew it. I would not be a happy guy. See? That would be an, an awful existence. So the smarter person is the Keurig person. I would be on my knees in the corner going, why, Lord, why? <laughs> <laughs> why do you giveth and taketh away? <laughs> Have you heard about the exercise craze, a blast from the past that's new again? See if you can guess, and we'll have the answer for you coming up. Okay, there is a blast from the past exercise craze that's been made new again okay. just in the past year. You want to guess what it is? Uh, Billy Blank's Tybo workout. Ah, good guess. It's not Tybo. It's not a Jane Fonda video. It's not Suzanne Summers' Thigh Master. Richard Simmons. No, good guess. <laughs> It is hula hooping. What? Think 1950s suburbia. <laughs> Adult women are t- taking to TikTok and Instagram to show off their skills. And uh, this one maker of hula hoops, Whammo Hoops, they've been selling out. They can't keep hula hoops in stock because hmm. people are loving this workout so much. <laughs> are you I guess, in? You I guess you could get hips that don't lie <laughs> if, you, if you do the hula hoop. <laughs> Maybe after a year of being, uh, what do you call them? Co- not COVID pounds. What do you call them? COVID curves. <laughs> yes. And do you know? Maybe, maybe hips don't lie is not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> they tell the truth. <laughs> Come on, lie to me. <laughs> okay, I'll admit. One time I started using a weighted hula hoop what? after I saw, because it was at the gym anyway, where I was at church, where I was a gym member. And um, I had seen Amy Grant likes weighted hula hoops. So I was like, well, she looks great. She's aging so gracefully. I'll do a hula hoop workout. Yeah, yeah I'll do the hula hoop thing. Did yeah. you hurt yourself? It hurts. Weighted hula hoops have these little scallops on them. It kind of digs Why? into your side. I don't know. Yeah. It's so worth it, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get leaner. <laughs> Are you or someone you love getting married soon? I could give you three guesses, and you probably couldn't figure out where the bride can get a beautiful, super affordable wedding gown. Do you want to try and guess? Goodwill. Amazon. Amazon? It's brand new. Yeah, a beautiful lace mermaid dress is selling for 43 bucks. Pretty incredible considering the average cost of a bridal gown is usually about $1,600. What, what is this thing going to look like? It's beautiful. I saw it. I, I totally looked it up on my on my Amazon app on my phone. It's the Laligan Women's Floral Lace Long Sleeve Off-Shoulder Wedding Gown. And it is stunning. And is the this, reviews are really good. All right. Is this going to be the same bucks. same gown you would get if you ordered it at Halloween as a costume? <laughs> no, gonna, I'm telling you. I'll show you a picture for of it right $43, now. For $43, we Here. should order one in your, on. your size and, and um, put it to the test. This particular dress would not work on my physique. <laughs> I'm just going to say it that way. And I won't <laughs> criticize myself any further. But that is not going on my body. <laughs> And I am not putting it on for the show. And I make no apologies. (laughs) But for people who have this figure, it is stunning. Here, hold on. I got it. I got to pull it up in white. We should get it it for my uh, my daughter. My daughter April. April could model it. My daughter April can wear anything. I mean, she's like uh, super tall and and super thin. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's so pretty. Hmm. $43. Mm. Hey, as a dad of three, you Mm. should not be critical of this. You should be like, Tell me more. <laughs> Do you know how much weddings cost? <laughs> Say yes to the $43 dress. Yes. <laughs> and make dad very happy.
What do you wish you had known before you became a mom? Women have been uh, swapping stories on social media, and the results are fascinating. One mom said she wished she knew not to take mommy bloggers so seriously (laughs) (laughs) and realize that their perfect lives on social media aren't real. Another mom said she wished someone had warned her that everyone would have an opinion on every decision she made as a mom, from the baby's name to the brand of the stroller. It's true. And uh, finally, another mom wished someone had told her that her bladder was forever changed and she would never see sneezing or trampolines the same ever again. (laughs) Or or laughing too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Not that my wife has filled me in on any of this. No, 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 not at all. I've, I've just heard rumors. Right. Moms have been swapping stories of what they wish they knew about motherhood before they became a mom. And this is one of my favorites, Kev. The psychological torture of waiting for your child to get a sentence out when they've said the first three words at least ten times. (laughs) (laughs) What do you wish you had known before you became a mom? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Heather, we're talking about the stuff that you wish you knew as a mom, you know, they, they would have told you before you became a mom. What is it for you? For me, I wish it was somebody had told me that while I was celebrating all of my kids first, that I would be missing all of the last times that they would do something like hold my hand in a parking lot or cuddle with me on the couch to take a nap or Aww. you know, come running in the house after somebody hurt their feelings so I could make it better. You're so busy going through life that you don't realize that that's the last time they'll ever do those things with you. Janine, what do you wish they would have told you about being a mom uh, before you were a mom? Kevin, I wish that someone had told me that my daughter's elementary school homework was going to make me feel dumber than a bag of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Could you use an encouraging story, a story of just love that would not give up? Got one for you coming up next. So could you use a story about love that just will not quit? I know we all love those stories, right? I, I, I heard one yesterday about a couple couple named Carl and Donna, and they've been married over 55 years. Isn't that awesome? I mean, think of all the things that go in a lifetime together of 55 years. They were high school sweethearts. And uh, through the pandemic, uh, Donna, who has Alzheimer's, has been in an assisted living center. And Carl, her husband, has not been able to to go and visit in person. Now he pulls up, they, they live in in Colorado, so it was cold this winter, but Carl, every week, at least three times a week, would pull up a chair outside of her window and knock on the window, and he'd talk to her you know, real loud, like, hey, Aww. there's that smile. Such a dedicated husband. That's so sweet. So they finally lifted the restrictions and said you can have in-person visits. So he had his first in-person visit in a year Yesterday, Oh, man, that must have been a huge hug. And he got to go in and he held her hand and talked to her first hug in in over a year. But the moment that got my wife and I both was he sang to her and he Mm -hmm. sang, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. And she couldn't sing because she had her Alzheimer's is now late stage. But she was humming along with him. As he wow. was singing, I looked over at Tracy and she's got tears coming down and I do too. So I, I walked over and, and I, I said, honey, if, it, if that's either one of us, let's, let's make sure we do that for each other. And she's like, why are you doing this to me? Now I'm going to cry even harder. I said, no, 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 no. I said, yeah, it'll be, you know, you'll be, you'll be that person for me. I'll be that person for you. I said, imagine that I'll walk in and I'll sing and, and you'll think to yourself, who is this handsome man singing to me? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. But it was such a sweet story. I mean, that 
I don't care what kind of romantic movies Hollywood puts out. That is romance right there. That is what it's all about. 55 years and he could not stay away from her. I love that story you told about the couple where the husband went outside her window all winter long. Carl to visit her and Donna. Because she wasn't he wasn't allowed in the long term facility. And we've seen that story repeat over and over nationwide. And uh, what's really neat is when you talk about that kind of love that won't give up. I just have to go visit my own parents to see that love every day. It's just so impressive. I I can't tell you how many years they've been married because I can't remember. <laughs> but it's a really long time. And um and the love they have for each other. My dad has MS and he cannot do anything for himself anymore. Can't even put a bite of food in his mouth. And my mom does it all without complaining and so lovingly and Recently, we had a huge healthcare was with healthcare scare with my mom. We thought she had a heart attack, and we still don't know exactly what happened to my mom. Every test turned you know wasn't COVID, wasn't pneumonia, wasn't. But they thought it was a heart attack, and she had to spend two nights in the ICU. Hmm. And when she finally got home to my dad, she hadn't been away from him that long in forever, and she cried. She hmm. it was tears of joy. She was so happy to see her husband. Wow. And you'd think she'd be like, Oh, finally get a break from that guy and taking care of him. But instead it was it was nothing but love and she missed seeing him. And the way I always say there's gonna be a special place for my mom in heaven, the way she so now, lovingly has cared for my told dad. Told us about your mom. I bet she went right from ICU to, to taking care of him again, didn't oh, she? <laughs> she took him to the doctor that next day. Wow. We begged her to take it easy and mm-hmm. she's like, Nope. I'm taking him. Right He's got an appointment. Wow. Yeah. Are you one of those people that likes weird food combinations? I don't think I really am. My, my nephew, Aaron, he's a twin and his, his twin is not like this, Isaac, but Aaron, he likes the weirdest food combinations yep. I've ever heard of. So see if, if these food items separately sound good to you. Do you like hot dogs? Uh, yeah. I'm not nuts yeah. about them. My wife loves them. I, I could eat a hot dog. Sure. Do you like corn dogs? Not really. Ooh, I just realized you don't like the next item. Pickles. No. I love Ugh. pickles. Do you like peanut butter? I do. Okay. So get this. Disneyland is finally going to be reopening. Mm-hmm. And they decided to debut a brand new food item to get ready and to celebrate. Corn dog, and peanut butter, pickle dog. Yeah. It is <laughs> a... They take a hot dog, wrap it in a pickle, put panko seasoning, you know, like corn dog stuff mm-hmm. on top, Fry it, and it comes with a side of peanut butter that you're supposed to dip it in. Is this like something that every pregnant woman would fantasize about? <laughs> I was going to say that the focus group they got together to decide on this must have been like four year olds and pregnant women. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I, was I would totally take one bite, but I wouldn't pay, you know, oh, yeah, I wouldn't pay. It's $13. <laughs> There's no way I would pay for that concoction, but I would take one bite. You know, just to it, and it's real. Like Snopes.com confirms this is not a fake food item at Disneyland. It's for reals. That's one of those things you would eat on a dare, <laughs> not because you wanted it. Oh. A pickle, corn dog, panko, panko corn dog dipped in peanut butter. Coming up, how long did it take you to save up for that engagement ring? Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. How long did it take you to save up for that engagement ring? 
My husband, Glenn, uh, he got my diamond at a pawn shop and then put it in a setting to save money. I mean, some guys spend a year saving up for a ring. Well, that's why you're going to love this. Former uh, basketball great Shaquille O'Neal has a big heart and a very big bank account. And Shaq went into a jewelry store in McDonough, Georgia, Zales, where a guy was trying to put um, a payment on a layaway for a ring. He's trying to save up to pop the question to his girlfriend. And Shaq handed him his credit card and said, pay it off. Pay off his ring. I don't want him to have to deal with layaway. Wow. He said he, he leaves his house every day with his credit card and tries to do an act of kindness every day. That's cool. That's so fun. I wonder if the guy that he paid it off, if he spontaneously broke out into the scoop, there it is dance. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I love you, Shaq. I love you, man. <laughs> that is awesome. So think back to when you were pregnant. Did you crave any weird or strange foods? What if you had to name your kid after the foods you were craving when you're pregnant? We're going to talk about it next. So when you were pregnant, did you uh, did you crave any weird or odd foods? Uh, keep that in mind because there's a very popular meme going around right now. And it's if your child was named after what you craved while you were pregnant... What would their name be today? <laughs> Isn't that funny? That is funny. <laughs> uh, it makes me think of my sister in the morning sickness she had. One time I, I put a bowl of broccoli salad in front of her and she's like, can you please get this away from okay, me Okay, so now? the child would not be named broccoli no, salad. No, no broccoli salad. Some responses so far, uh, salsa and chicken livers. <laughs> wow. That would be hilarious. And uh, chicken wings. This is my son, Chicken Wing. Trish said she would have to name her child Pizza Hut. And Barb, her child, would be named Side Salad. <laughs> what is that? That's like your body craving healthy stuff right there, huh? Yeah. Why? Side Why would you salad? do that? So, what about you? What food did you crave? And if you had to name your kid after that food, what would their name be? Joy, how many kids do you have? I have three. You have three kids. Now, think back to when you were pregnant. In the foods that you were craving when you were pregnant. Uh-huh. And if you had to name your child after one of those foods, what would their names be? <laughs> one would be onion ring. <laughs> <laughs> one would be pickle. <laughs> and one would be ice cream. There you go. You're our children. Onion ring, yeah. pickles, and ice cream. <laughs> Love it. There you go. Don't you think it's interesting when people who are just doing their deal, living their lives, and all of a sudden they're in the national spotlight and a microphone is thrust into their face, and you never know what's going to come out. And this was something pretty cool that came out. I'm talking about the NCAA March Madness final game where it was Baylor and Gonzaga. And uh, when Baylor won, they stuck the microphone in the face of Coach, um, Coach Drew. And he said that uh, his first thing he said was, first and foremost, I want to thank God for blessing us with this opportunity tonight. I know the guys worked really hard and we're so happy to get the chance to celebrate. And he started talking about how they try to cultivate a culture of joy there with their basketball team and they were like what do you mean by that and here's what he said a lot of joy in the locker room for sure our joy is jesus others yourself and it's so tough to put other people in in front of you and uh, teams that do that are obviously more successful and our guys i think uh, their love for each other because they spend so much time working on their craft together and uh, they put in the time isn't that cool yeah he got to talk nationally about a culture of joy jesus first 
others and then yourself. A friend of mine posted a picture of him the day after mm-hmm. uh, they won the national championship. Have you seen it? It's gone for this picture's gone viral. No. It's of him helping load the team bus. Oh my gosh. And he's like, that's that, awesome. The being, you know, being a, a champion means you're willing to do the little stuff. And he's like, day after winning the national championship, he's helping load the team Servant bus. leadership, huh? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That was, what a great uh, guy. What a great coach and a great team. Do you have a hard time getting your kids to go to bed at night? Coming up, the tricks that parents try. Is bedtime a struggle for your family? Man, it's been for so many since last year with a lot of schedules thrown off. They asked moms and dads what tricks they try to get their kids to go to sleep. Hmm. And these were the top (laughs) five answers. You want to see if you can guess what one of them are, Kev? Top five? Um, You've done one of these. Promising treats in the morning. No, that wasn't the top five. Uh, Number five, this is the one you used to do because you said it used, used to cause you trouble. You would lie in bed with them while they fall asleep. Oh, yeah. yeah or yeah. lie on the or ground on the next floor to the bed. Next to them. Yeah. Yeah, I fell asleep on my daughter's bedroom floor. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time. <laughs> that came in at number five. Number four, turn on a TV show or movie and hope it will put them to sleep. I don't think that would work. No. Uh, number third most popular trick, playing soft music in their room. Uh, second most popular trick, this... Like, I thought this was just a given, reading a bedtime story. Oh, yeah. And the number one trick parents try to get their kids to doze off, promising to leave on a nightlight. Hmm. <laughs> to me, the light would keep you awake. Those are all... So, those are all pretty standard issues. Those aren't really, I was yeah, waiting for tricks. big, like, I wanted, light like, bulb going off yeah, moments. Yeah, I wanted to learn I something new. I do have one. One of my daughters would always complain of, like, my my leg hurts, my arm hurts. I have a trick for overcoming that. I'll share it with you in a minute. Yeah, trying to get the kids to go to bed. Sometimes that can be so hard, especially when the child has the excuse, my leg hurts or my arm hurts. If you have confronted that, I have got the parenting hack to overcome that and they will go right to bed. I'll tell you what it is next. So funny how many uh, excuses kids can come up with for not going to sleep. And you're talking about your daughter, Kev, who was like, my leg hurts and this hurts. Well, our uh, loyal Kevin and Taylor listener, Rob Allen, he reached out to us through social media and he said his daughter yelled out one time, Dad, Daddy, my hair hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help you with that one, but I can help you with my leg hurts, my arm hurts, my daughter Amber one time, my toe hurts. My toe hurts. I can't fall asleep. So here's what you do. You go, okay, I'm going to go get the mommy has special pain cream. This is really, really strong. It's got a lot of medicine in it, and it's going to take care of it right away. And you just go in your like bathroom and get a handful of like just hand cream or whatever, or lotion. And you go, okay, here it is. And you rub it on. You go, okay, I'm going to rub this in really, really good so it gets in really deep. There, can you feel it working already? I can. <laughs> they will totally fall for it. I'm I wonder, telling, though, works 100% of the time. if they would love the foot rub so much that they'd say their toe hurts every night. Because I would. <laughs> Dad, I'm my just toe telling hurts you. Again. You want to overcome the whole, like, I'm not going to sleep because my leg hurt things, legs hurt thing. That will do it. Just get yourself some Jergens hand lotion and tell them it's super medicated mommy's special pain cream and it's going to work great. So and lie to your kids. <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> 
So we're talking about when your kids just won't go to sleep. But flip it around. Can you remember when you were a kid and how hard sometimes you would you would try so hard to stay awake? And no matter what you did, you just could not keep those little eyes open. Can you remember doing that when you were little? Like there was, a, I don't know, a movie on. And back then it was like if you didn't see the movie when it was on, you were you missed it till next year when they put like Sound of Music came on once a year. If you missed it, that was it. So you'd sit there with your sleepy little eyes like... No, I know how The Wizard of Oz ends, ends but I, I really want to see it again. <laughs> we have this story in our family that is of legend. And my sister-in-law, she used to come up with every possible excuse not to go to sleep. Yeah. And the one that just, like, you cannot argue with this one. You're not going to make your kid go to bed when they say this. She would go, Mom, Dad. Tell me about God. (laughs) (laughs) And then she got to stay up later as they uh, told her about God. (laughs) I'll tell you all about God tomorrow, but here, I'll tell you one God story. On the seventh day, he rested. (laughs) You need to rest now. Go to bed. (laughs) Be like God. Rest. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.